So have you ever thought, what is going on with social media? What should I be posting? How to be more creative? How the heck do I keep showing up? Today's episode, we're going to be talking about social media. So it is Black Friday, Monday. Um, there's a lots of online deals going on today. I decided to not do Black Friday sales for my business. Um, but today I really wanted to talk about social media, right? So this past weekend, your email, probably like mine, probably got with some emails from me. Not all of them were sales. I also put my French um, toast casserole <laughs> recipe on one of them. So if you're part of my email list, you've got that recipe. And I really wanted to focus on social media. Things are changing everly so rapidly. And I wanted to do like quick five tips. So what I've noticing uh, within my own business and other of my friends in the industry that have bigger following than me. So if you don't know this, I have friends that have a million followers and I have friends that have a hundred followers. So we vary um, with what type of brands we work with and everything. And if you didn't know, I actually do work with brands. I do a lot of paid video things. Um, I can get paid from $150 to $1,500 for that. Um, and it's something I really don't talk about because this is something I do in my business. Um, and in the Pinterest formula, which is my signature Pinterest business um program, which is how to get organic reach, how to utilize Pinterest to grow your business, your beauty business on and offline. That program it really goes more into depth, into strategy. But today I really want to talk to you about what nobody is mentioning, and some are, is the changes that are going on with social now. And I wanted this episode to be very transparent because nobody really lets you in your their business per se. Like they give you tips and hints and all this stuff, but nobody really shares with you what's working and what's not. So today, Celeste is gonna share the gems with you without withholding. And also, um, please watch out for episode on December first because there's a huge announcement going on. I'm about to like shift how I do my social. Huge starting December first. So with that, let's get to it. Okay, number one, let's go into Instagram. Okay, Instagram has been changing. So I've been growing a little bit on there. And there's been lots of changes on there going on. Now more than ever, I feel like more people are willing to put themselves on video. And with Instagram going on, I did want to share, this is what I've, my hot take of what I've learned with Instagram. And it is that more like true relatable of like what your story is, is very like, people like to know why you do things. People like to know what's behind the scenes. So that's been working very well on Instagram. Also, um, I am very sorry. I know I'm going to piss some people off when I say this, but you do not need a website. Okay. I did my business without a website. I used, um, Gloss Genius with, which I still use. Um, I've been using them for, um, four years. Yeah. Four years. I've been using them for four years, going on five. And they have like this little website, which you can just put a picture. It looks like a website. It's really pretty for beauty pros. Some people even use it for other type of businesses. And that's what I use for my website for years before I invested in my first website was $300. My last website was $3,000. Um, so <laughs> we've grown throughout there and I'm the one who edits my own website. So having said that, if you're on Instagram, you do not need to have a website. So let's go with some quick tips on Instagram. I'm actually going to pull up my account. So if you go on Instagram, there's a few things. Please make sure that you actually 
um, no, let people know who the heck are you? What do you do? Right? So I'm a hairstylist. I do video content creator. Like I've been doing that for years and I do own a mobile licensed salon. I love to share tips on how to diversify your income to grow on and offline. Um, I give pro beauty tips, right? So beauty tips for people that want some beauty tips on there. And I have my podcast host. So I let people know exactly how I can help them where to find me. Right. And I think that has been very helpful for me and it can be helpful for you. So share your expertise. Like, don't be scared. Like, if I go to your account, what am I going to get for you from you? Uh, why do you do it? And what makes you like the person that I should follow or that I should learn from? Right. Um, I think it's very important that you put that on your profile. Use your highlights to highlight your services. So maybe you have products that you sell or you have services that you sell. Showcase them in a fun way or showcase them with actual videos or stories of your clients that they have tagged you utilizing the product or getting their service done, which is something that I do. Um, this is just some quick little tips. And lastly, look at your analytics, please. Don't listen to anything that I said before. Look at your analytics. If that's the only thing that you want to do today is just do one action. The other tips I gave you are super amazing. But if you only want to take one action today on your Instagram, please, please, please look at your analytics. Look at your numbers. Why? Because that is what's going to tell you what is actually working. It's going to tell you what people are watching, what people are liking, and you probably should create more of that content. Like Instagram is literally telling you, hey, this is what your people like to watch and this is what's getting more engagement. You don't need to hire a pro, you need to hire an expert on that. That's literally what you can utilize to create your content. It's something that I've been utilizing and really getting more information on for my account. Um, but you know, for me, like Instagram, things are going to be changing for me because I realized something and I need to change my strategy. And I wouldn't have realized that without paying attention to my numbers and analytics of what's working on there. So make sure that you look at that. That is such an amazing free tool that no tool that nobody uses or like they undermine, like whatever, like, no, Utilize that tool. It's giving you the free stuff of what's actually working in your business that you're already creating. Create more of that. Okay, so that was Instagram. Next, we're going to go to um, Google. So I just did a new post. You can go to CelestaStylist.com. I have my blog. And on my blog, I have an, an awesome new um, post on Google My Business on reviews. So the second to topic we're going to talk about today is Google reviews. Please get on Google reviews. Do not get overwhelmed. For the longest time, I had three reviews and then I got five. Now I have eight. Yes, they're very important, but it's not the make all or death all of your business. Um, I think it's very important to have. I think that would be if I got to choose one place where I would have all my reviews, it would be Google reviews. But also having Google, having reviews number tip number three on your booking site. I know that Google reviews are much better, right? To what we just talked about. Very important because for people, when they research you, that's where you they find you first. So I would really focus on Google reviews first. But second, I mean, but third of all, it would be on your booking site. Have reviews on there. I have over 15 reviews on my booking site for my clients. And people actually look at those. I didn't know till somebody told me. Um, they also look at the pictures. I have a portfolio on my booking site for my actual services that my clients get to see. I don't have it posted on my website. Um, it's something that I exclusively my, my clients have access to. And they love that. They, it really helps them a lot. So 
Don't undermine your booking site if you're able to have reviews or you're able to add a portfolio of your work or your products. Make sure that you have that on there. People love to see before and afters. They love to see what work you've been able to accomplish. It really helps them out a lot too. So don't undermine the power of having reviews on your booking site or pictures. Okay, number four, Facebook. Okay, you probably were not expecting this from me because if you don't know me, we're about to get real up in here. So if you didn't know, I am not a fan of Facebook. I really am not. But I've noted this hot thing. So if you made this part to this part of the podcast on tip number four, you're in for a really like amazing hot gem right now. Facebook right now is really, really um, giving a lot of rewards to pages to business pages so my business page has grown like crazy in the past like month and a half i had like 30 followers so i made the stupid mistake of deleting my facebook page um a year ago which was dumb i had (laughs) reviews and everything on there i don't know what the hell i was thinking that day anyways i started over because we're allowed to make mistakes and I started over my page and now I have like over 116 followers and like likes on my page. And there's been a lot of engagement on it, engagement on my reels, um, on my Facebook business page. So don't undermine it. Um, it's super simple to do. You do not have to create new content. Repurpose your content that you use on Instagram. Just use it at different times. I don't post at the same time that I post all my stuff on Instagram. I don't post at the same time on my business page. I you know, I sprinkle it around in the ways that I like to, that's relevant and that works really well with there. So utilize right now, Facebook pages um, are really having an uptick right now. So if you have a Facebook page for your business, you can literally grow that page right now. This is the time to hot on it, like jump on that thing. Cause right now it's hot. I'm actually going to go post on that after this episode. Um, so that has been something that has been very helpful for me as well. And lastly, number five um for we're gonna be doing an episode next month on 2023 social media um trends that i'm seeing and watching but for right now for for the end of november the things that i've noticed with changes is we're going to talk about just social media short media short media content in general I love short video. I have utilized short video in all of my social media platforms for years since 20. I still, I think my first video was in 2017. Um, that's when my first video came out and I started getting publishing was in 2017. I was a cosmetology school student in 2016. And I'm sharing this story because it's going to help you. Okay. I was a cosmetology school student i had an android phone and my phone was sucky but you know what and i made the most horrible shaky videos maybe my lens was a little dirty and i had a little corner as my recording studio for the longest time and i didn't complicate it i just put the content out there i was willing to put myself out there knowing that i wasn't perfect knowing that i wasn't aesthetically pleasing like everybody else was on instagram at that time and that has helped me and that can help you because I would not be here today. I would have not talked on stages. I wouldn't be flown out to be with all my expenses paid to go, you know, teach on stage and speak on stage. If it wasn't that I started with my flimsy little ass videos with not greatest quality in video, not greatest quality in audio or editing, but you know what? It was that I was just doing the work and putting the content out there. 
And we're going to be doing an episode more in detail about this. But short video right now, my tip, my hot tip number five for social media, things that are changing is short video. Please don't delay that. I know I do lives every week <laughs> and they're under 10 minutes. But my reach on my lives has tremendously gone down. Like I remember when I used to get like over 500 views on my lives and now they're like way down. Um, they're like under 100 views now. And people are really resonating with short video. Even if you think about it, like honestly, I just got this um, this course and the freaking video was 15 minutes. And while it was interesting, it was 15 minutes long. That was way too long. It took me forever to sit down and just watch that one 15-minute video. And even in my own course, I do not have over five-minute videos. I try not to. I only have like two of them in there because it's hard to retain your attention for that long. So think about your clients. Ask your clients. Look what's working. Go back to your analytics and whatever your preferred social media is and look at the power of short video. Short video is now more powerful than ever and it's only going to continue to grow to be able to get your point across as fast as possible on video. It's so important that you start doing it now. Please don't stop yourself because somebody else do, did it. Please don't stop yourself because it's not perfect or you don't have the perfect recording studio. Um, I really want to share something very candid with you. So I had my place, we remodeled this place, my husband and I, and I had a recording studio there and it was awesome. I loved it. It was my office. I got to do my recording there and everything. And um, we had we moved out this year and as we're getting ready next year to move into our new place, I realized something and is that even though I had a recording studio, right? Because sometimes we're like, well, I don't have the pretty setup or I don't have the perfect space. I do more videos now that I don't have a recording studio than when I had the actual recording studio because I over... I was overthinking my whole process. I was overthinking my videos because I wanted it to be a certain quality, which is good, but it was keeping me like in the slowing down and now I am in more of a like let's put it out there this sounds like a good idea F it I'm gonna put it out and some of them do amazing and some of them flop but it doesn't matter because you're getting the practice in so with short video please don't stop yourself because you don't want to show your face on camera now more than ever you do not have to show your face on camera and those are my last three tips and we're gonna finish up this episode for this week first have your clients that are using your products or that are utilizing your services tag you on their stories. Your clients are probably taking selfies, Snapchat, TikToks of them in their weather sitting in there. I've seen my clients, they all tend to do that. Most of them, okay, because some of them do not have social or do not like being on social media. So they'll do that. And I'm like, hey, you know, just so you know. And I always let them know before we start the service. So make the, and let them know that it's okay. Be like, hey, so today, you know, we're going to do your service and everything. We do the consultation. After that, I'm like, hey, love, if you feel free to, like, remember, if you do, like, any videos on social media, please feel free to tag me. I would love to reshare you and repost you on my on my page or on my stories, they love that and they'll tag me. Um, and that's a way where you can showcase your service or your product without you doing the work. And you're able to see a different angle. I have um, these three different clients that do this beautiful ass videos. Like I love it when they do their little videos. Like it's so pretty. And I'm just like, wow, like they do a better job than I do. 
And so I share them on my stories. And I think that's something that we like don't utilize well. So when somebody reposts you or shares you, make sure they tag you and make sure you let them know that they tag you because I've had people that they just share my thing. And I, I shows like on my stories that they mention me, but if you don't tag, if they don't tag you, you cannot repost that. Okay. And you want to utilize that to repost it. So make sure you let them know, Hey, if you're going to share me on social, make sure that you tag me at whatever your handle is so that I can share you on my stories and they'll do it. They love to share you. They probably really appreciate you or your product. So that's an easy way to utilize that for your business. And save it on a highlight, okay? Put on a highlight, client reviews or client views or client whatever, you know, like put it on a highlight in your page. Okay, tip number two. Okay, Celeste, that sounds great. I want to do more short video, but I do not want to have my face on video. Um, I, or my voice is like not the best. I want to share something with you. For the longest time, I didn't like my voice. And now I love my voice because I got sick about three weeks ago and I lost my voice for a couple of weeks. If you notice on my podcast, my voice sounded hecka bad. I did not sound like myself and I really missed my voice. I was like, wow, you know what? I'm never going to complain about my voice because I freaking love it. I missed you. <laughs> I missed you. I missed you voice. It's going to take a while to get to that point. I've been doing videos since 2017. Okay. Like we're going five years. I'm about to go six years doing this. And it took me that long to actually be like, hey, you know what? I miss you, boys. Like, I love you. I appreciate you, whatever. I'm not for everybody. That's all good. So don't stop yourself because of your voice. I know it can be a big thing because it was for me. And maybe you're shy because for the longest time, I didn't want to do face videos. Okay. And you probably don't know that unless you've been following me way back since 2016. So what can you do if you want to create more content, but you don't want to show your face or you don't want to use your voice? Utilize your hands, right? So maybe like your mixing bowl, maybe you're pouring lightener or bleach into the into your bowl that where you're going to mix it. Little stuff like that. Maybe you're rinsing off the hair, whatever. Like don't be scared to showcase it in different ways where you don't have to show your, your you know, face or you don't have to share your voice. You can do, um, you can do with music. You can make it fun. You can do before and after. Show the whole process. Like there's so many ways to do it in a fun and like interactive way where you do not need to showcase your face. You do not need to show your hands. I mean, you don't even need to show your share your voice. And if you don't even want to share your hands, you can literally just do a video of like all the colors that you used for a formula. You can utilize a video of the products that you use for a style. Whatever it is, be creative. Allow your creativity to come out. And this is something that I've never have shared, but I really love my creativity to come out. All those crazy ass ideas that happen in my head, I put them out into the world. Like nobody is giving me content. Nobody's giving me ideas. I think it's so, and that's why honestly, like I know I could have grown more and I could grow my accounts more if I was more um, interactive within my account to other people. But the reality is, is that I don't know about you, but I cannot be on social media all the fucking time. It kills my creativity. Like it kills it. Because I see sometimes we'll see people who do the outfit changes or who do this amazing, aesthetically beautiful reels and videos. And 
I am not there and maybe I'll never be there because it's not my style. And you're allowed to have your own style. Please do not think that you need to be a certain style. And I am not shaming anybody on this. But remember when like those hats, the really pretty hair with those like round hats that everybody wore wasn't style? I didn't do that because, you know, you may look beautiful in it, but it did not look beautiful on me. I looked dumb in those hats. So, and it wasn't my style, you know. So rather than me forcing to jump into a style and jumping into a trend that was not authentic to me I chose to just keep doing who I am and just showing up however the hell I show up I either show up with a lot of makeup or no makeup um, I have my wrinkles I have my under eye bags I have my you know my little skin sunspot I fluctuate from my weight up and down and I just think it's so beautiful to show up as you are. You get more comfortable not only on video, but also that like, you get more comfortable with yourself. We need to start embracing who we are. We are enough. And for the longest time, I stopped myself, honestly. Um, I was a size 4'6". I'm no longer a size 4'6", okay? <laughs> I'm more like a size like 8 to 12. It depends what I'm wearing. And I'm being authentic about that because I was, I'm like, man, like I'm not tiny like I used to be. I look at some of my videos, I'm like, gosh, I was so fucking tiny. And I'm no longer like that. And, you know, health and other things factored in. But I'm not shaming myself over it. I don't give a fuck if I don't look like everybody else. It's not about looking about anybody else. It's about sharing your expertise. It's about sharing your story your way. And I really, like, I cannot focus on others. I cannot focus on what everybody else is doing. I think it's so important as you start doing the whole short video creation that you really focus on you. Because you are able to share a different perspective than everybody else. And also, if you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, you're going to be vanilla, you know? And with so much video content out there, with so much information out there, we don't no longer need to be vanillas. We need to be our real authentic selves, which cannot be duplicated. People can try to replicate it, but you can never be duplicated. So don't be scared of sharing your expertise and your knowledge because sometimes we hold ourselves so much from doing things because, oh, well, she's already doing it. And, you know, I have had my podcast now for over four years. That's a long time to have a podcast. And there's new podcasters that are coming in. They're reaching their million downloads already. I am not at a million downloads. I am not at 100,000 downloads. But you know what? I am not stopping myself because I haven't reached those goals because somebody new came in and they already did that. Because we never know what happens behind somebody's business to get them at that level. And I understand that now more than ever. And I am happy where I'm at, right? Because you're focusing on your own lane. So when you do video content creation, which should be short videos, make sure that you keep it original to you. And lastly, recycle. Okay, I am a big recycle queen, not just because I did my little mobile camper, which I turned to my mobile salon, which, you know, um, I think she's going to be leaving me because we're going to be remodeling my second one. This year was a little crazy, but hopefully next year and I'll be selling my first uh, mobile salon. She'll be going bye bye. But because I recycle all my content, I recycle my content and I am, have no shame about it. My clients love it. My following loves it. And I'm able to recycle it in a fun, creative way. So find what works best for you. I am honestly not the type of person like, yes, I put deadlines on myself. Like today I have a deadline for um, a paid 
video that I need to make for a brand. So yes, that, that is part of my deadlines for the day. But I do not force myself to like, hey, Celeste, like you have to post every single day or whatever. I'm very intuitive and I don't give a crap what anybody else says. But I'm being very real with you right now. I am sharing my, my freaking like short video on social media a little bit. Some of my strategies is that I am very intuitive. Some weeks I want to post a lot. Sometimes I don't want to post at all. I take lots of social media breaks because it's what works best for me and for my creativity. I don't engage as much on social because I can't be on there. For me, being on social media, I need to go in there with a purpose and I try to engage while I'm in there for my first 10 minutes and then I'm out. I cannot live on there and it may hurt me in the sense that I may not be growing super fast like everybody else. But I'm being truly authentic with my audience. I'm replying it's me. I don't have a bot. I don't have a different automations, you know, to like force people to engage with me. I'm not doing a copy and paste to other people. I'm really being authentic to it because it's what works best for me. And I want people to interact with me. I want to be able to interact and connect with the real humans, having a real human conversation. And that has served me very well to the point where I'm at today. And I think especially um, to end this, social media is not a one strategy fits all. Social media is more like you're going to a party and everybody has their own different, you know, like dishes that are bringing to the party. And some of us are going to love the, those dishes. And some of us were like, heck no, I would never eat that. The same thing goes with on social media. You have to find the strategy that's really and truly going to make you be consistent out of all the million strategies you can hear out there. And I may share with you. The number one strategy that's going to help you grow, whether you have 100 followers, 3,000 followers, or a million followers, it's going to be consistency and truly being authentic to who you are and what your brand or business stands for. It is so important that you do that and that you do it your own authentic way. The way I may do things may not make sense to a lot of people, but it makes perfect fucking sense to me and to my business and you need to get to that point too to what is social media going to do for you utilize social media don't let it use you don't be sad because you only got maybe five views on a video but you got like two clients out of it i would be excited i got two clients out of it i utilize social media right you're not letting social media use you i'm what I mean by don't allow social media to utilize you is that don't allow the vanity metrics to stop you. I worked with a big brand with under 800 followers. I have worked with lots of brands with under 2,000 followers. I get paid to create content with under, you know, 3,000 followers. Like there's so many things that I've been able to do because I don't allow social media to use me. I don't allow the numbers and the metrics and like I have to reach $10 million a year to fucking be successful or I have to reach a million dollars a year to be fucking successful. Like I don't allow those fucking vanity shit to determine my happiness. 
My happiness is when I can help somebody with my content. My happiness is when I have a client, a paid client that's able to get results. My happiness is when I see a client grow beyond beyond what I ever imagined. That is my goal. My happiness is when my client no longer needs me because they're able to become their own machine to keep going because that's what it is to have a coach. That's what it is to have a mentor. It's not to have them there with you forever. It's to help you you know, establish something that's going to be consistent so you can be resilient and you can be persistent on it to be able to get the results that you want because not everything happens overnight. So please know that not everything happens overnight. Please, please know that it took a lot of work for me too to get where I'm at. I've done videos. Yes, sometimes we get scared. What if people don't like them? What if people comment rude things or mean things? It's happened to me. It continues to happen to me, but you know what? I really don't freaking care about the people that don't like my content because my content is not for them. My content is for the ones that are getting results out of them. The people that listen to this podcast, the people that consume my content that are getting results, the conversations I have behind the scenes via email and via DMs, that is what matters to me because I'm helping somebody in their life. It's about the impact. It's not just about the vanity metrics. It's just not about the cool things they get to do. It's about being able to be home with my children like last week and not feeling guilty about it because I'm not working like everybody else nonstop. It's about being able to be home and be able to create income through a video, doing something that I love to do, which is create videos and get paid for it. And I'm not selling myself out because I only do it with products that I love, even though people offer to pay me to do videos for them. But if I don't love your product or I don't know your product, I'm not going to do it because it's not authentic to who I am. It's not authentic to my audience. And I really feel that I need to be in integrity with me. It's one of my values inside of my business as a human being. So don't feel like you have to sell yourself out. Don't feel like you have to do all the things. Remember, we never know what it takes to do a lot of the behind the scenes of a business. But if you want to grow on social media, and as we get ready to go into December, right now I know a lot of us in the beauty you know, industry are working hard because it's services, right? Um, everybody wants to get their hair done or beauty services. I know I heard like the last month and a half people were having their their dips and sales went down. I have a system where it kind of showcased me what the my local area is doing. It went up $100 a week this week, which is awesome. So I know services are picking back up. And I like to share that information, even though that's information that I have for my business, because I want you to know that you're not alone, okay? Some people feel it. Other businesses are feeling it too. But don't get discouraged, okay? Utilize, get your clients to do the content for you. Reshare them. Make business fun for you and make short video, make social media work for you. Don't allow you, don't allow it, please, to stop you from reaching your goals or dreams, whatever they may be, um, because you're not getting the views, because you're not getting the likes, because you're not getting the engagement. You know, like, please don't let it do that to you. It is a tool to help you build your business, but it's not all of it. And I think like that's the biggest thing. And I know we went a little bit over today's episode, but I really wanted to share that with you is that social media is not all of it. Yes, I've utilized it to grow my business and, you know, I get paid to do content in different ways. 
But this is the thing that nobody tells you is that you are the one making the videos with your certain personality or the person that you are or your own unique point of view that is the one who's monetizing your content, who's monetizing your business. It's you. It's not the damn social media platform. It's not all the views and all the likes. It's you, you the human being. And I think the more that you're able to tap into who you are as a person, as a creative, and stop trying to copy everybody and stop trying to be vanilla like everybody does and just do it the fun, creative way, the more that you'll be able to grow, especially as we head into 2023. Um, I feel like we're all going to be in for a a big (laughs) shaky-shaky on social media, and I'm ready for it. Um, I think it's time for real, the beautiful creatives out there that have lower numbers um, and following, but have like amazing creativity to really shine. And I really have a strong feeling intuitively that 2023 for social media is going to be more of that. Um, And I'm really excited for it. And I think this is a beautiful time if you have been holding yourself back from doing social media content because it doesn't look like everybody else's to really put it out there. The more unique and different that it is from everybody else's without you trying, the better it's going to be. And I say that without you trying because creativity and having fun doesn't require to be forceful. It just requires it to be you and to make it fun your way. And people are going to resonate with it. People are not going to resonate with it. But it doesn't matter when you have fun. It's what keeps you consistent and persistent. To this day, I think I still do videos. And it's not so much because of everything else. Which people, you know, people love to hear the monetizing and other opportunities I've brought into my business and to myself to grow personally as well. But really, it has to do a lot with the fun behind it. I truly freaking enjoy making videos. I think it's a lot of fucking fun. And it's just my ideas and it's just having fun and, you know, going with it. And if I fuck up, well, you know, I can just fix it or, you know, tell people how to fix a mistake. Right. And it's just been a really fun process. So I invite you to try something new. I invite you to go ahead and post something this week in whatever social media platform that you love. Look at your analytics, make it fun, make it authentic to you and just put your crazy ideas out there. Because you never know what one crazy idea is going to go viral. You never know what hair video goes viral. I'm still very surprised at the videos that have gone viral for me. And going viral is not the whole thing. Just because you go viral doesn't mean... I know we hear stories, which is awesome. People's business skyrocket, which is cool. But it doesn't always happen that way. Just because you go viral doesn't mean you exactly skyrocket. It's about the persistence and consistency of being consistent with your content and not stopping when things get hard or when you don't get the results that social says that you should be getting. Um, Live your life to make yourself happy. Have a business that is profitable, that's not an expensive hobby, but it actually brings profit and money to your house and to your home and to your business and to your life. And don't allow social media to like stop you from shining um, because there's so much behind the scenes that we never know or see and not everything that shines is gold. So be very mindful of that to keep your own happiness and sanity intact and to really do what's best for you, especially um, as an anxious creative as myself. I don't like that I have anxiety. I don't like it. that is something that I deal with. But it is something that I've learned to cope with and 
be able to do social media and content creation my way, which may not be for everybody, but it fits me perfectly. And if I've been able to grow with the things I've been able to, that I've struggled this past years, as many of you know my stories, if not, you can head to Celeste Stylist, look at my last reel. You can do it too. I believe in you. And I know you have it all in you if you allow yourself to make the mistakes and just post the things that you want to. So with that, that is for this week's episode on Slay Your Holiday Sales. This is going to be episode numero cuatro. And it's going to be social media tips. And I hope this was helpful. And remember to get some rest and eat. Please, my beauty pros, make sure you take a lunch time or a break time. There ain't no shame with that. Okay, we humans. We need to be our best to give our clients their best services. With so much love, I will see you back here this week. Bye, love.